Naked Shamanism. Welcome to With Insights Radio. I'm your host, Iggy Garcia. I will take you on a journey across the universe through shamanism, metaphysical, and holistic. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. everybody i just want to talk to everybody tonight a little bit just going to be sharing a little some thoughts i can't go to sleep so just need to sit here and talk a little bit about the things that i've been posting here posted some things about memes here recently memes are kind of those uh, those little taglines and the things that we we get in our emails and we get in our our um, our news feeds and stuff like that so we kind of we kind of get kind of emotional and we kind of get we kind of get triggered by them some of them make sense and some of them don't so um i'm going to attempt to um just share my thoughts on why i post certain memes and why i post certain things but before we start i'm going to do is i'm going to light a candle i'm going to give thanks to all my ancestors i want to give thanks to everybody who came out to the drum circle this afternoon to the pop-up drum circle that was uh, a really exciting time i really enjoyed that it was something that just happened like uh, very spontaneous something happened in my um in my meditation so i will start by lighting a candle like this candle we give thanks to all those folks who came before us all those ancestors who laid the groundwork and you know you know just did what they had to do to get us here kind of the same message i usually say but it's important because this is this is a great opportunity for me to share that feeling and that gratitude and that thanks for that so and this is why i light a candle give thanks to my mom and dad my grandma and my grandpa and everybody who's who set the tone and the vibration and the energy that carries forward into this moment in time uh, for me and my siblings my family you know and especially for me is um i'm part of them i'm part of that that energetic energy that has been passed down from generation to generation and in that energy is um sometimes it's been corrupted it's been damaged it's been hurt and people have been feeling a certain way about certain things and sometimes they're not they're not healed you know we're still healing wounds old wounds that um are just kind of there and people and people just felt you know they just didn't know how to express themselves and i think that's why i'm posting and why i'm saying what i'm saying is because you know old wounds um hold us back old traumas hold us back um and old things just put us in a right right you know right now right now it's just a very awkward time in our in our history and i'm going to continue here as continue the show i'm going to light here my sage light the sage up here and cleanse the space cleanse the area give thanks 
to spirit, give thanks to Mother Earth for all that she does and all that Sky Father does for us. And so, and I'm probably going to say something like most of us do. We, we all post things that we resonate with. And social media has become this platform where if you post something, it's almost become like this rebuttal, this place where people come back and they talk. And and uh, some people get really angry at things that people post. And, you know, I think people post because it's where they're feeling and where their heart is and why they, especially memes. And not so much that they're trying to pass misinformation or they're just, it's just what they resonate with. It's their energy. It's what their curiosity brings them. For example, I'm just going to pull up some memes here. I'm going to use my phone. Um, For example, this one here. Pets are so weird. Like it's just, just like these little individuals that live in your house and you can't speak to each other, but you're all just best friends. You know, so for me, that resonates because, you know, everybody's got some kind of animal or have had some kind of animal a pet a fur baby in their home and you have this unspoken language this unspoken uh, dialogue that you go through and a lot of it you know is really um it's kind of funny sometimes you know when you when you have a pet and your pet feels a certain way and reacts a certain way and sometimes they they can't communicate uh, speaking you know the language that we speak but they speak their own language they speak their own love language which is you know wagging their tail cuddling up next to you uh, <clears throat> showing affection in a way that you know they only know how to do they they give a uh, very unconditional love but they're also very temperamental you know your pets are temperamental they either like you or they don't or they don't like the people who you bring into into your world and sometimes they resonate with them and sometimes they don't and sometimes it takes a little time to uh, get used to somebody so when i post my memes it's more about for me it's more for me to feel and I share it because I just want people to know that that's where I'm, where I'm at in the moment. That's what I'm thinking, you know, what, what I'm feeling. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm, I'm always that way, but most of the times I am. Um, my other meme, for example, I posted never stop being a good person because of bad people. Uh, so many times we get, we get taken down by people who are negative people who are, are, frustrating to us people who you know project upon on their feelings upon us and you know and they just spew on us you know it's kind of like you know getting hit by a hose it's hard to not feel or not get upset or get triggered by that and what happens is a lot of us aren't aren't prepared and don't know how to deal with that kind of energy when it's when it's thrown upon us it's easy to say oh sticks and stone might break my bones but words will never hurt me you know (laughs) Uh, growing up words were really they penetrate my spirit my soul when i was a kid and they still do today i mean you tell somebody someone that you care about them and then all of a sudden uh things shift and change and you know then now you don't care about them that leaves an impression in someone's mind that 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 puts something in somebody's head you know and you know the things that come out of our mouth are so powerful sometimes we can say some things that are just we think we're joking and we're playing and all of a sudden 
that joke and that that misdirected word, you know, in a way affects something inside of us chemically. And, you know, you know, I, I was taught that words were prayers, you know, that when we speak the things out of our mouth, you know, the universe hears it all. It's not like it's, it's not like it's just like, it's just a word that, you know, just word, you know, it, it means something, you know, when we say something, when we hear something, that's why we're triggered by politicians, by music, uh, by comedy. We're triggered by these things. They affect us. They, they, they conjure up something inside of us, inside of our spirit and our heart. And it, and it moves us chemically changes something inside of us. You know, we can literally heal or get sick just by the words that people will say to us or not say to us, or, you know, being ignored is probably one of the most powerful uh, things in the world, feeling uh, unappreciated, unwanted. And I know everybody online here who's listening has felt that way one time or another where we weren't uh, enough or we weren't, you know, given the opportunity to express ourselves, but you know, we're human beings, you know, we, we have our moments where we don't feel like sharing and sometimes we don't want to be mushy and lovey dovey. We just want to be where we're at. And, you know, and then some people get really upset about that. There's a lot of folks who get upset when somebody doesn't um, respond or react a certain way. The thing is we don't, what we don't understand is that everybody's going through their own work. Everybody's going through their own challenges. Everybody's going through their own stories and everybody's traveling in their their own personal bubbles or journeys and then you have to match these bubbles and journeys together they come together and then we all have to uh coexist you know emotionally spiritually physically you know and all this stuff and it can be hard but there's a time when it does come together there's a time where it's just amazing there are certain people who will walk into your life who can move you in ways that other people can't and, you know, for some people, that's a good thing. And for some, it's not. I can't explain how that works. I don't know how it works. I don't know everything or nothing at all, you know. But the universe presents you people. The universe presents you opportunities. The universe gives you these moments where you have a chance to grasp it or lose it. But I'll tell you, the universe is infinite. So even if you lose one opportunity in that moment, there's another one that's going to come up. Your job is to figure out which opportunity is going to be worth your while to grasp onto, which one is going to be the one that is going to love you and, and honor you and respect you, which one is going to be the one that that changes you into the, another version of yourself. So many of us get caught up in holding on to old energies that don't longer serve us. I'm as guilty as the next person of that. And, you know, sometimes we we do it out of comfort. We do it out of fear. We do it out of just because that's the only thing we know. And <laughs> that's the only routine. It's routine. We got into it. We're, we're, there's a fear. There's, we're afraid. Or maybe we're just happy where we're at. It really depends. But in order to make changes, if we, if we want changes, let's put that. If we want changes, then we have to step out of the things that make us comfortable things that make us feel a certain way if you complain that your significant other isn't treating you right well you have you have choices to make you have to make decisions is this where i want to be is this where i want to um project my energies this is where i want to you know 
share or not share with somebody it's really hard to say i i can't speak for anybody in particular but i know everybody goes through this in life and there's always there's always these things that come into our lives that will challenge us and there will be people come into our lives that challenge us another version of ourselves that is um in a place that we're not or we're not in the place where they're at and you know and it looks really weird and very odd and so we get triggered by that and so let's see i'm going to go to my other meme here that i post i post a lot today i just felt like posting all these memes <clears throat> if there's one that you like and you want to talk about it we can okay here's one excuse me i don't care how long it takes me i'm going somewhere beautiful that's a beautiful meme and it has a road and the road you know is empty and the trees and the fog is there you know like some of you have mentioned here online uh, you know it's a journey it's not a destination and so we're going to we're going to travel many many roads in this life some of us are granted a short life some of us granted a long life regardless we're granted life how we approach life and how we uh, engage in life and what we take from life is really, really up to us to some degree. And then sometimes it's not, there's some circumstances where we, we, we're not in control, where there's somebody else who makes a decision and changes the, our, uh, our journey and, and changes the destination towards our journey and where we're going to go. You know, somebody um, leaves you, and they leave you and then you're you find yourself having to make changes you're forced to go into a certain situation where you 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 can't go down the path that you were you were going before you know and and these are valuable things that we learn from people who who teach us these things and sometimes a person who makes a decision doesn't know if that was the right decision for them they don't know if that was but they're brave enough or just stupid enough, one of the two, <laughs> you know, depending on how you're looking at it, it, it is, it is something that defines us. Every moment in time that we, we step into and every decisions that we make totally changes the direction and the manifestation of the creations, the things that we're trying to move into. I'm one of those people who sometimes I don't always make the right choices. And I'm going to tell you, I'm, sometimes I'm the biggest chicken. I'm the biggest chicken and I'm the one who go try to play it safe. And then, you know what you, you play safe and then you're not sure you regret things, but eventually things change and you move and, and things level out and you compromise and you move into another energy or you stay in the same energy. Regardless. The thing is like, for example, today I did the pop-up drumming and, you know, and I told everybody that I was going to take a break from drumming. And I rightfully so, I have. It's been almost two months since I've drummed, I believe. I don't even remember the last time I drummed. I haven't even practiced. I haven't even played at home. You know, I haven't. It's just because my mind has not been in the place where it needed to be. So today I'm meditating out by my tree on the swinging, um, uh, what is it, the, like a hammock, a, a chair, hammock chair. And, you know, I'm thinking, I'm going to meditate. Whatever happens, just just do it and if, the funny thing was the birds were crazy today and the insects were like not necessarily biting but they were just like cr more crawly than usual 
<laughs> and so I'm, I'm sitting there meditating, closing my eyes, and I can feel these birds like flying right over my head. I mean, they're like right over my head, like, and it was the blue jays and they were going nuts. I don't know what was going on. Don't know what was happening. There's no nest in the tree where I sit, but I could feel them. You know, they were like really louder than usual, especially when you're in your meditation. And then the ants are crawling up my legs. And, you know, and I'm thinking, man, I have to really focus. I kept telling myself, focus. Because, you know, when you have an ant crawling up your leg, it tickles. It's it's annoying. It's all, all at the same time. And, man, I had to break my first concentration and shake the ant off because it was, it was, it was a valuable lesson how something so small and so little can change how you are reacting or responding. And sometimes that's what happens in life. This little things build up and they build up and they build up, build up, and then boom. And then the birds flying over my head. Sometimes it's like, have you gotten the message yet? Are you, have you listened yet? You know, that's kind of what I've listened. And I heard it's like, you know, come on, man. Don't be an airhead. We're sending you. We've been telling you, you're not listening. And then eventually I did calm down and I relaxed enough. And then I started to see the colors that I usually see in the, the bright, uh, uh, kind of like a dot that opens up in my third eye. And I could hear the sounds of the drums. I can hear the sounds of the drums, boom, 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 uh, playing through my heart. You know, I could hear that, you know, drumming. Most of you know, drumming is like my passion. It's like something that is very, very, very deep and close to my heart. And my drumming is very unique in its style and the way I do it and the way I present it. And, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things that I, I, I contemplated leaving. And I was like, how in the heck am I going to leave that? You know, it's, and it's been because of just of all the situations in life that's been happening to me right now, you know, loss of friends, loss of family, you know, loss of uh, uh, financial income, everything that's played into that. But when I had this meditation today, I was very grateful and very thankful. And I knew that today I would, I would have a message and that's why I sat there. I sat there very, sat there very quietly and I listened. And there was no words that said, go drum, you know. But there was a word that says, I heard like pop, like pop. I could hear this pop sound like in my head. And, I, and that's where I got the idea for pop-up drumming. I'm like, oh, pop-up drum circle, you know, go out and, you know, minister. Because I'm a minister and my drumming is part of my ministry. Minister minister to the people who show up, you know, drum online, keep the, keep the energy and the positivity and the love going. Even though you're going through a lot of things yourself, Iggy, go out there and share your love and your passion for that because other people want to hear it. Other people want to be part of it. Other people really, really want to engage in that because they need that. And, you know, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than me. And I'm starting to understand that. Is even as long as I've drummed, I know that this energy and this love through drumming, even if one person shows up to this pop-up, I would have we, we would drum. If nobody would have showed up, I would have still drummed. It's more about sharing that love with Mother Earth and Sky Father and sharing that love with myself about who I am and how I see myself. 
And, you know, there was a time where I didn't see myself very important. I didn't see myself like I was valuable. I didn't know how to fit in, kind of like everybody, you know. There was a time where, you know, I just felt like uh, I was insignificant. You know, where, how do I make a difference? You know, I was coming from a place of ego, you know, because I wanted to be seen. I wanted to be heard, you know, versus feeling it, being it, engaging in it, you know. It's kind of like say, if you build it, they will come kind of concept. I have to, in, I have to believe that. And I have to do that because sometimes my humanity pops into me and goes, dude, what are you doing? Why are we, you, you should be doing this or doing that. But there's a part of me that says, well, my work is also part of who, who I am. And there's no really true separation from that. I am the drum song. I am the, the drummer. I am the guy who shows up regardless if nobody else shows up. I drum, I drum to my own drum, my own beat. And not everybody's into it. I know that. But the ones who are into it, the ones who enjoy what we do, because it's, it's, it's a we thing. We do it together. We, we understand what we're doing. We're celebrating life. We're moving through, you know, the energy, sharing and moving. You know, right now, a lot of people are really, a lot of people are really hurt. A lot of people are really sad. There's a lot of my friends who are talking about committing suicide online. I'm reading here and I'm going, oh my God, what, what is happening? What's going on? And I'm going, I can't, I don't understand what, 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 what's going on. But, but I do understand. It's because we're being forced to do things much differently than we ever wanted to. We've been forced to, you know, put ourselves in situations that we're not used to. You know, when we have to isolate from the world and, and just be with ourselves and, or the people around us or the family members with us, you know, and be in lockdown, that's very detrimental. And if we, when we lose our incomes, we lose the money that we were making. We lose the businesses that we've created because of the situations at hand. That affects people, you know, that affects people. You know, I just, that's just kind of where we're at. And, you know, people feel that way. They, a lot of people are really hurting right now. And I know I feel you guys. And I, and I know when I, I read your post, and so many people have lost loved ones recently. It's just it's just crazy. And, you know, I'm, I want to be there to support those folks, my friends, my family, people I've never met before, if I can. And it's just one of those crazy feelings. You feel like you're not in control of your, your life. Even though you, you think you are, oh, I'm in control, I can do. You know, there's some things that you just can't necessarily move, but you can move within that energy. You know, that energy is bigger and stifles us, but within that energy, we can still dance, we can still sing, we can still move, we can still navigate. You know, we can't go to outer space I mean, physically, maybe, but we can go to outer space with our minds, our spirit, our soul, we can travel. So many of us, you know, we hold ourselves back because, because we're afraid more than really we can't do it. Or maybe we're waiting for somebody else to do it. But I'm going to tell you, you have to be the first person sometimes to step out. You're the first person that you know, needs to step forward so others can step forward. A lot of times, a lot of people don't do things or create things. People have some brilliant ideas, imaginations, and things that roll through their head. Things that are in there. Things that are powerful powerful amazing things but they they're afraid because we're 
we're afraid that we're going to be ridiculed or teased or made fun of. You know what? Those days are gone. You can't, we can't live like that. The only thing you can do is do it. If it works fine, if it doesn't, you just go to the next idea. You move to the next, you know, flavor of ideas. The, 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 the idea that well, your one idea is the only idea. No, it's not. There's, there's gazillion ideas. There's a gazillion things, you know, that you could be doing, you know, you're, you're working on your spirituality, working on your physicality, you know, working on your spirit, your soul, your mind, your health, your home. We can work on small little projects and change our lives. So here, let's go to the other meme. When you follow the crowd, you lose yourself. But when you follow your soul, you will lose the crowd. Eventually, your soul tribe will appear. Don't fear the process of solitude. Okay, so this is kind of what I was talking about just earlier, being in that solitude, being in that quiet. Um, we're all called to be in solitude from time to time. We're all called to be quiet so we can hear and so we can listen. And, you know, the solitude can be very powerful or can be very, very difficult to navigate because being our own advocate sometimes we, we find it hard to coach ourselves. We, we, we should listen to ourselves and we should believe in ourselves. But in the solitude, we hear things, we see things that we didn't see before. And, you know, when you go into solitude, what happens is you disappear for a while. You, you no longer are in the flow of things. You're in a different flow. So the things that you were doing, the people step away, people fall away, or the people step aside, or they just disappear temporarily. And when they disappear temporarily, that doesn't mean that they're gone forever. It just means that they're just in a different place, in a different perception, in a different view, in a different, um, you know, place of mind and state of mind. You know, being alone is not easy. As much as you think it is, it's not easy. It's not easy. And sometimes being in the crowd is not easy either. Being around a lot of people, being around a lot of energies can be very difficult for some people. And, you know, as, as much as I drum, sometimes it's very difficult to be in a lot of energies. But you learn how to navigate. You learn how to move. You learn how to dance. It's like anything you do in life. You just have to learn to do it and work through it. You know, because life is funny. Life will, life will move you in the directions you need to move. If you don't move, it will move you. And sometimes it's very uncomfortable. And sometimes it's very, very difficult. And sometimes we're really, we get really upset with ourselves because it put us in a place that we didn't want to be, you know? I know that sometimes the, the poor decisions that I've made have put me in situations where, man, I'm questioning my, my, my own personal sanity, you know? And sometimes it's like, man, why did I do that? That was stupid. But, you know, there was a reason I made that choice in that time, because in that moment, that was the choice I made. And, you know, sometimes the choices that we think that we make <clears throat> were good for us don't necessarily mean they were good. It was just a choice. It was just a decision in that moment. Okay, my other meme here, and we're talking about memes today. A healer is not someone that you go to for healing. A healer is someone that triggers within you your own ability to heal yourself. Okay, and this is very powerful. This is a very powerful statement. And I agree with this statement, regardless if, uh, if others do or don't. You know, 
when we do healing work and now this was part of the show last week or and i was talking about you know the healers we go to work on ourselves so we can find ourselves and get back into flow with ourselves because we're all healers every single one of us there are people who practice the healing and there are people okay who just live life like you and i do we're all healers because when we're sick we heal our body automatically goes into healing mode it doesn't eat it doesn't really drink it, it you know it just does whatever it does and so when we're healing our traumas and we're healing the different things in our in our body and the things in our mind our body and our mind goes into a certain place there are there are scientific proofs that you know when you're in tra traumatic stresses things happen to you you either lose a lot of weight or you gain a lot of weight you know and so you have to work through all that now personally i like to eat but sometimes it's the hidden trauma you know the things that i haven't worked on that i hold in my belly you know a lot of you see i got a peruvian belly i call my peruvian indian belly my mountain belly but you know a lot of us we we hang on to that stuff we hang on to those things because that's where we store it you know when we don't want to see it we file a cabinet we just put it in the file cabinet and we file it away and so when we look to other people other healers to help us heal our parts or pieces and parts that are trapped those people are also working on themselves okay so don't believe and don't think that they're not <clears throat> or haven't been where you are they are they're working through their shit as much as you're working through your shit Okay, and we will be working through our crap until the day we die. There will be things that you will regret. There will be things you'd be grateful. There'll be things that you don't even remember until the day you're laying in your deathbed. You go, wow, that's crazy. But the healer helps others find their healing. Because all healing is self-healing. A great teacher, John McMillan, taught me that. All healing is, is self-healing. You know, all healers heal themselves over time. But you have to find, you have to navigate the waters in order to get where you want to be. And it's not always easy. It's not always easy. We try to make it easy. We try to make it work. And sometimes we stumble and we fall while we're trying to find ourselves in the stories of life. In the things that we find that, uh, that keep us locked down. Okay. But I, I find it interesting that you know other healers sometimes healers need healers and so the person like myself i need a, i need a healer i need somebody to work with i need to reach out i have to you know say hey you know what i need some i need to be listened to from time to time there's things going on in my life there's things in my mind that are happening you know there's things that i need to work on there are things that you know i'm feeling a certain way you know the healers are probably the people that you consider healers in this community those people are really needing a lot of attention, a lot of help and a lot of love because you know what? They put out a lot of energy. They ex expend a lot of energy to help others find their path and find their way. You know, I'm not saying I'm going to wave a magic wand and fix you. No, I'm going to wave my wand and help you find that part that you've lost. You know, I'm going to use the abilities that's given endowed to me from spirit, from God, mother earth, whatever you want to call it from the universe and help people help others find their way because that's what we do as healers we help others find their way 
And you know, it's not, and it's not an easy job being a healer, but it's not difficult either. You know, it's not difficult. You know, finding our way <clears throat> once we get there, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you can't get lost in the process. And you can, you know, you can get lost in the process, and you should get lost in the process because that way you can find yourself again. Because, like, remember, there is no destination; it's, it's the journey of life. And I'm, recently, I've been running into a lot of people who are afraid of death right now. A lot of people have been afraid of dying, and rightfully so. And I can see that; I can understand why. And the biggest thing for a lot of people is they don't know why they feel that way. They're like, I, I, I don't know why I feel this way. I don't know why I feel like ending my life. I don't feel, I don't know why I feel like I don't want to die. But yet I'm in this, this paradox of, of feelings and emotions. And it really makes me really sad because sometimes I don't know what to say. You know, I mean, as much as I've been doing this work, you know, coaching and working with people, you know, until I know your story and hear what maybe why you may feel the way you do because of things that have affected your belief systems in life, I really don't know sometimes what to say. And I'm not here to judge or, you know, or condemn somebody who feels that that's the, what they want to do with their life. I can't, I can't say that because I'm number one, I don't know why they're there and I don't know how we're going to move through it until we actually have a conversation if they want to have that. But it's been it's been kind of difficult a little bit just to hear so many, so many people and then just read so many people posting online how they're feeling right now about where they're at in life and how difficult it is for them. But that's kind of how it is at this moment. Okay, so my next meme. Okay, so we're gonna do the, we're doing the meme, the meme show. Not the meme show, the meme show. I don't even know what meme means. What does meme mean? Someone type on there what it means. Okay. Things that can be true at the same time. Okay. Your parents did the best they could. And their choices wounded you. Okay. That's, um. we'll just go down the line of five. So our parents do the best they can. Considering if you have parents or if you had parents, you know, or, or considering the person who raised you. The person who raised you, the person who gave you information, the person who passed along knowledge to you was only proficient in what they're doing because of the person that passed it along to them. The rest of it, they had to learn along the way. So your parents may may do certain things that you're not in alignment with. You might not raise your kids the same way, Okay. A wounded person raising a wounded person. So we all are wounded. Every single one. There is not one human being on this planet that has some kind of wound or some kind of thing that has triggered them and changed them. Now, there are people who move through their wounds, put Band-Aids on them, you know, casts, you know, plug it up with, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, some kind of putty. But we're all walking wounded. We're all walking wounded, either from our children from our significant other, from our parents, from people who we know. We're all navigating and walking through that and going through that. And sometimes it's not the best situation. Sometimes it's it's difficult. But specifically speaking, parents, sometimes our parents are just other children, children raising other children. Most people, they say, you know, scientifically they say that 
by the age of eight, most people know how to parent themselves. And that's usually where they learn their parenting skills at, by eight. And if you think about it, if you're eight years old parenting yourself, you're not going to do a very good job. You're going to make some stupid mistakes and some idiotic decisions. And sometimes you make some real good ones. But it's wounded teaching the wounded. You learn fear because someone teaches you. You learn happiness because someone showed you. You know, all the things, all the feelings and emotions are yours, how you feel and express the world. But there are certain things in life that are taught. There are certain things in life that are shown that is not shown. In my culture, you know, I'm a Latin American, I'm a, from Latin America, from, from Peru. You know, our my culture is very different than American culture, but yet it's infused with my culture. I've in, infused it because I was forced to to be infused. I was forced to learn Peruvian culture, you know, with American culture, which was not my culture. It was indoctrinated to me. It was introduced to me by teachers, by friends, by life here, and then have to navigate this world with that world and trying to combine them both and then try to explain to your parents why you want to do or say or be a certain way. And then they don't get it, you know, in my family, in most Latin families, not all, but a lot of them, you know, the family unit comes first above everything. It doesn't matter good or bad. You know, you defend the family unit. Nobody messes with the family unit, period. You know, it doesn't matter if you're married. It doesn't matter if you have a significant other. The first family is usually the mom and dad, and then everything else falls through. So that can be a very big conundrum for sometimes for someone like myself having to make decisions and choices, you know, because they really push onto you, honor your mother and father, respect your elders. Nothing, nothing that you don't do in this culture, but we just do it differently, you know. Uh, sass and back talking, my gosh. I wouldn't even think of doing that. I'd lose my, my mouth would get popped open, you know, smacked across the face. But yet I see it. I see it a lot. And it's, it's also happening in my culture too, where a lot of kids, but when I was growing up, you didn't talk back to your mom or your dad. That was like, that was like a, that was like a death sentence. <laughs> you, you, you were brave if you did that. I must've been brave, but I tell you, you learn very quickly. That the dominance that the inner child that they have is conflicted with your inner child. And, you know, a lot of the times parents will do stupid things because they weren't allowed to do stupid things. They weren't allowed to do things. They weren't allowed to be themselves. And so they're just passing on knowledge and stuff that they used to do too. So corporal punishment, you know, we, we, we spank our kids. Well, you know, because they got spanked and yes, if we spank them, they will learn. We put them in timeout. Oh, they should learn but neither one really doesn't really all work. You know, it's all relative on the individual and the person that you're dealing with. Some people you can talk to some people you can have a conversation with some people you can, you can say, Hey, and then some people just, just kind of spank them on the butt. And that's kind of how my culture is. There was no really, there was really no, no talk. There was really no, Oh, Hito, what's wrong? What's going on? No, it was no, no. It was like, Whoa. a lot of yelling and screaming. And, you know, I was like, it was more, I think they were just afraid that they were going to mess up being parents. That's my biggest thing that I, I, I can think of, of my mom and my dad. Bless, God bless their souls. I mean, they did the best they can with the tools that they had and the things that they knew. Okay, going down the list here. You love someone and you know it's not healthy to keep them in your life. 
Okay, well, that's that's an odd one. You love somebody, but you keep them. Let me read again. You love someone, and you know it's not healthy to keep them in your life. Okay. Well, love has many levels. In in English language, we only have really one word for love, but we have inflection that we address to love and how we feel about somebody. And, you know, in the Greek uh, language, they have many multiple things for different types of love and what it means to love. But in English culture, love is love, you know. Oh, I love you. Oh, I love that. You know, there's different ways to express love through the inflections of the words. Now, you can love people. You know, you can be in love with someone and not be in love with them and be with them at the same time and not even feel the emotion of that. And sometimes it that's just fear that plays out. It's fear. You know, we don't know how to say, we don't know how to say goodbye. We don't know how, we don't know what we're going to miss. We don't want to make a mistake. You know, just because someone is in your life and they've done so much for you, it doesn't mean that they're bad. It just means that your love has shifted, it's changed, and it's moved out. And that's kind of how I'm interpreting that. You love someone and you know it's not healthy and it keeps you in your your life. You know, it's kind of like, for example, a good example. There are a lot of people who love each other, but they're just not compatible. They love certain aspects of themselves. For example... People who are getting a divorce and they have kids, the only reason they stay with them is because they want to stay with the kids. They love the kids and they love, they want to keep the family together. You know, another example, my family was the same way. My, the best thing that could happen to my parents is they should have gotten divorced, but they didn't because of culture, because of belief and because of religion. And it's just something you didn't do. It was like, you know, you put up with the crap and you just deal with it, but you don't, you don't divorce. That's kind of that thing. So moving on from that topic. Okay, let's see. Uh, you're terrified to take the next step and you know it's the right thing to do. A lot of these things come from fear. There's things that you are you want to do, but you won't do it because you're afraid. You're afraid, you're afraid of the unknown. This is basically what it is, is you're afraid of the unknown. You're, you're afraid of things that you don't have control of. Because there's nothing to control. The only thing that you can do is navigate it and go through. It's kind of like going sailing a ship. You have a course, but you don't know when the storm's going to come. You don't know if a whale's going to hit your ship. You don't know if you're going to hit an iceberg. It's just life. And it goes. And sometimes we get terrified because you know what? We're comfortable. We're in our little cocoons. We're in our little spaces and we're, we're, we're safe there. And sometimes we, we sit there. And we fester in there and, and we would rather fester and we would rather be angry and frustrated and stay in this little bubble versus to go into the place that we want to, that will make us happy. But sometimes when we get to the place that we thought made us happy, this doesn't make us really happy. It was, it was, it's no different than the place you were before, except the scenarios and the situations and the people in it. But life is really, is, is really up to you how you're going to navigate it, how you want to move through it. And, and swim through it because the only control the only thing you can control is the yeses the nos and the maybes and the decisions that you make because there are other people making the same decisions for themselves and they're making them because they think they should and they probably will because they don't have any other choice because they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel they don't see any movement they don't see anything that gets better for them Okay, let's move down the line here. You want to have a healthy relationship and you 
and unresolved trauma is making it difficult. Okay. There's times where you want to work things out with people. There's times where you want to, you want to move through it, but you get hung up on past stuff. I'm guilty as the next person. You get stuck on the, on the things that made you angry versus how you're going to move this relationship forward. Well, a lot of times you don't move forward is because a part of you doesn't want to move forward. Part of you wants it to die slow death. And there's a part of you that's, you're not willing to kill it right away because you're not sure you're going to make the wrong, right mistakes or the wrong mistake, you know, for it. But the traumas, they're real. When you, when you screw up a relationship, those people never forget. Those people never forget the trauma. I've created a lot of trauma and a lot of things in my relationship that doesn't help the situation. And part of me plays out because I know that I did that because I know that I'm not forgiven for that. And I know that I'm not, I had not been, you know, you know, true to myself or true to the other, your significant, significant other. And so you live kind of like this weird energy between you, you know, where you not really ever resolved it because you don't know how to resolve it. You don't, you don't know, regardless if you've had help, regardless of what you want. It's just like a bad memory. <clears throat> you keep it, you, you hang on to it. And then you don't know how to move from it because the trauma sometimes holds us together. Versus separating us. Sometimes people are stuck together because of the trauma, because it's something that it's unique between those two. And that's the thing that keeps them going. It's not necessarily very healthy, but it happens a lot more than you think. Okay, let's see. You're afraid to fail and you believe in your, and you believe in yourself. Okay. You can believe in yourself and you can be afraid to fail at the same time. <laughs> My God, there's, I think a lot of people do that. You know, they, they, they fail, but yet they still believe in themselves. It's kind of the paradox. Again, it's kind of one of those things, you know, the oxymoron time, you know, God, how many times I've failed and fallen on my ass, you know, but still I keep going because there's a part of me that believes in me, even though there's a bigger part that doesn't, there's a bigger part that goes, Oh man, what are we doing? <clears throat> in the end, you'll have to make decisions. You'll have to make choices and they're not always comfortable. They're not always comfortable. And so we moved out of those five. So these memes, so we're talking about memes and why people post memes and some people agree with them and some people don't, you know, and regardless, I post them for me so I can read them and look at them and go in and ask questions of me. I'm not really asking people to say, Hey, you know, tell me this, you know, you know, I don't agree with that. I mean, that's just your belief and that's where you resonate. And I respect that and honor that, you know, that's, you don't have to agree with everything that I post. You don't have to agree with everything that you read and what people post. A lot of people post because they need to see it. They need to navigate it and work through it. So if you start to think of things like that, if you start to look at it like that, when someone posts something, maybe it's something they need to understand versus you need to understand. You know, there are people who post things because they want people to feel it or they want, oh, it's this way or that way. But it's not always that way. So my next meme here, I was, I was toxic to some. I was a blessing to others. Others healed. Others I hurt. And I'm willing to admit that I wasn't always right. Okay. There's nobody on this planet who hasn't hurt somebody. Okay. And there's nobody on this planet who wasn't a blessing. You know, we've all been blessings and we've all been that toxic person in some way or another. Oh no, Iggy, I'm not, I've never been toxic. Listen, toxicity is different to everybody. Okay. Toxic, just being aloof 
is a toxic form of being or ignoring somebody is a toxic or not or trying to be the goody good tissue could be toxic to some people toxicity doesn't mean what you think it is you just try to do the right things you try to be right with yourself see here's the thing if we're right and we admit that we are fault for things that we do things get a lot easier i'm not saying admit if you don't feel it's right but I'll tell you, I, I take 100% responsibility for the things that I screw up. I'll be the first one to say, hey, you know what? I screwed up. Fuck that up. You know, why dance in the why dance in the lava to try to prove your point when, when you know you screwed up? I've been toxic more than many, more than once. Just because you see me here online doesn't mean I don't have feelings and emotions. I have moments of, you know, of breakdowns and frustration. But I also have these moments of blessings too, where you know, I've I've been in the right place at the right time, and, and spirit has led me to the right things. And you know, I've hurt people, and I'm very sorry for hurting them, and that was never my intention to hurt them. But some people will never get past the hurts and the feelings and the emotions that they went through, because it's too painful for them. Because it it brings up and conjures up memories of other people hurting them. So the one that's fresh is always going to be the most strongest. Now, I know that sometimes I'm very abrasive. I come across strong. I would come across, you know, kind of, you know, difficult. But that's just my personality. I'm just that way. You know, I'm a Sag. You know, I burn hot. You know, I'm a muted sign. But I forget easy. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's one thing that I think bothers some people who are close to me. Get in an argument, a fight. You know, most some people, most people hang on to that. And they don't let go of that. And other people, like myself, uh, you know, fights over. Hour later, two hours, I'm just, I'm over. I'm like, hey, it's over. But I'm also holding, I'm, I'm just as guilty as the next person to hold on to the, those grudges very long. Keep that stuff brewing, you know, keep that stuff going. You know, that, I mean, it's because we're humans. We do stupid stuff, but we also do great things. That's just part of the dance. That's the human dance. That's the human, you know, evolution. That's what we do as human beings. All right. The next meme I have is our prime purpose in life is to help others. And if you can't help them, at least don't hurt them. Okay. So my memes all kind of go, kind of go hand in hand. So our purpose is to help. Our purpose is to do the right thing for people. And so sometimes... We think we're doing the right thing, and then sometimes we end up hurting people, thinking because if we step in, if we help, you know, intercede, you know, sometimes that's not the right situation. In particular, in this situation, when, when I'm reading this meme is, you know, we're, we're known to hurt people because we, we hurt ourselves. We're very critical of ourselves, but sometimes we can take that, that criticism and turn it and twist it and make it better, and we can help other people because we have a sense of compassion of what it feels like to feel that way. So we have a basis and a foundation to go, I know how you feel. I get what you're saying. You know, I've been where, and I hear people say that all the time, but you're not where you've been all the time because you know what? You're not that person. You cannot feel what the other person feels because their situation is completely different. It resembles and looks like your situation, but it's not the same. It is not ex the same. That's why it's very, you have to listen to what somebody's telling you, the story they're sharing with you, 
so you can echo back to them what you heard versus what you want to share with them versus what you want to, you know, spew out of your mouth to up them and not even knowing you're doing it. And so, but that's, that takes a lot of work and takes a lot of training. It takes a lot of healing of your part to sit there and listen to what someone's telling you. Hey, I, this happened to me, you know, you know, I, I got beat up. Oh, I got beat up once too. The guy's like, well, I got beat up just now. Oh, I got beat up a long time ago. Yeah, I know how you feel. No, listen to what someone's saying. Hey, I got beat up. What happened, man? Tell me if you want, you know, share. If you don't want to share, then no problem. Never force somebody to share something they don't want to share. It's it's like it's like asking somebody who's had a family member die, and you go, oh, what they die of, you know. You're more you, out of curiosity. We want to know because you know our mortality plays into it, and so I try and you know just to be respectful, like most people. You just ask certain questions. So that's basically it, you know, for the memes, the memes that I put here. And I, this one got a lot of, um, <clears throat> this one got a lot of attention in a weird way. So this one said, the only toxic relationship I had, I ever had in this is the one I had with myself. Everyone else was just a reflection of that. Oh man. So many people, not everybody, but some people got triggered by that. Some people got really triggered by that. You know, reflections are very powerful. We call them mirrors, reflection, you know, observations. Usually, when a relationship goes a weird way, it's because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. You may think you're doing what you're supposed to do. You think that you're in the right frame of mind, you think that you're doing all the right things. But most relationships kind of end in a weird way because the person who isn't ready to move on will do all the things to sabotage it. They will do all the things because they don't want to hurt the other person. They just want it to be just kind of be hard and done with. So most people know how to fix their relationships. Most people, not everybody. But most people do. They know what they have to do in order for that relationship to flourish. But are they willing to do that? Are they willing to do the work? Are they willing to go into that space? Are they willing to apologize? Are they willing to see themselves as part of the problem or the perceived problem? Now, I'll tell you, I don't always do it right. And there's times where, you know, I know I can make things better and more comfortable. But there's a part of me just, I'm just an ass. You know, and I don't, and I don't want to bend and I don't want to be wrong and I don't want to be told what to do. You know, I'm just like a defiant child sometimes. And, you know, those things kill relationships. Those things are the things that, you know, ignoring somebody, you know, or you being ignored by somebody also causes that. The biggest thing is when you ignore somebody is probably the biggest detriment to relationship. And, you know, the thing is, people who have been in a relationship for a long time don't even know they're doing it. They just assume that that's just the way it is and it's always been that way. And, you know, it's not. And I'll be the first person to tell you, I've been, I've been the most toxic person in my relationship. You know, I've been the person who's been, who, who sometimes knows they, they should do certain things a certain way, but it doesn't do it because it just doesn't want to. 
because there's spite, there's anger, there's frustration. There's things for me to work on about myself. I don't always get it right. I tell you, I get it wrong more than I get it right sometimes. And I'll be the first person to admit it here online. Okay, so my other one is stop playing out painful scenarios in your mind that don't even exist in the present moment. Wow, that's like, that one is a very powerful statement. Our mind can create so many scenarios and so many things that don't exist. Oh my God. You can you can make something into something, you can make something real that's not even real, but it becomes so real in your mind. It becomes so ingrained and becomes so powerful that you just create a world in your head it doesn't necessarily exist, but it does exist because it's in your head. And regardless if it's in your head or not, you've created that scenario. You've created that reality. For you, it's real because chemically you have created all the things that make you feel that emotion and put you into that state of mind. You know, it doesn't matter what the other person says. You know, it doesn't matter what they feel. But, you know, being pres- being in the present moment is very difficult for a lot of people. Because a lot of people like to go back on their default. Their default is, well, that happened to me. I don't trust anybody because of that. I don't trust that person because of this. Or, my God, this is what happened. You know, our defaults are our memories, our filing cabinet that we, we conjure up, we go through in the present moment. To be present doesn't mean to, to be present just means to be still and to, to be you and to express yourself in that moment. But it's hard, and I've, and it's not always easy, but there's times where it's just very magical, very powerful. And, you know, we create a lot of stuff that aren't, that's not real, guys. I'm as guilty, I'm just as guilty as the next person. I create stuff, that I'm like, where did that come from? Create these feelings, emotions, you know, I hear a song, and I get mad, I get angry, blah, blah, blah. It's because as humans, that's what we do. You know? <clears throat> So, so the rest of the memes are pretty much the same. They kind of say similar things. You know, our suffering creates, you know, our alchemy is our, you know, our healing. So I hope that you were able to hear what I'm trying to say. That the work, we're always going to have to do the work. We're always going to have to do the things that we need to do. Because that's just kind of what a human to be human is, is to feel, is to, you know, to feel all that stuff that we feel inside of us. It's because in our head, we paint a picture of what reality looks like to us or it feels like to us. And the person who's across from you from the table is doing the same thing. And sometimes that reality that they paint is not the same. It doesn't look the same, doesn't even match, doesn't even, doesn't even come close. But yet you still navigate together. You still work together. There comes a breaking point where the two just, it's like lock and key. It won't fit. The key won't fit in the lock. It won't turn the, the tumblers inside. So we have to really focus on ourselves and what we're doing. You know, this is a life journey. You will constantly be working on yourself. But if you can find that common ground, you can work on yourself and move through the energy quickly and fast. And you can move through the energy where it puts you in a great state of mind faster than it was instead of holding on to and harboring it. You know, then we can move through it. 
just like the state of affairs right now, a lot of us hold on to this anger about things. And it puts us in a frame of mind where we don't think clearly. Where we're not thinking, you know, we're, we're, we're cutting people off. We're uh, abandoning, abandoning relationships, friendships, because we think that we have to be part of this team or that team. You know, and, you know, it's, it's not true. We can find common ground if we look for it, if we listen to each other, if we open up our spirit, our heart, and our soul. But until we do that, that won't happen. That won't happen. You know, your biggest challenge will be you, period. You will be your biggest challenge. Not your significant other, not your mom, not your dad, not your brother and sister, because they have their own challenges too. They have their own stuff that they have to work through. And sometimes they project onto you the feelings and emotions that are feeling inside themselves about themselves, about you. But sometimes we come across with an arrogant uh, whiff of smell because we know that. Oh, you're just a dick, you know? No, I know what you're, I know what you're, where you're going with this. I know what you're going to do. I know how you're going to feel about me. And that's, I can't change how you feel about me. I can't change. I can only change my behavior that's conducive for me. And hopefully you see it differently the next time we meet. But it's so difficult because we're all, we're, we're all humans and we're all working to do the best we can in this short moment in time. You know, we're not on this earth very long. Remember, those of you who believe in reincarnation, that's great. But I'm going to tell you, excuse me, in this incarnation, this incarnation only lasts once. I'm only Iggy Garcia once in this incarnation. Okay? I'm not Iggy Garcia in the next incarnation. I'm a completely different person. I'm a completely different energy. I still carry the, the memories and the feelings and the emotions of that person. I come back. But Iggy Garcia is only one time. You know, everybody who's here is only one time. You do, if you believe in reincarnation, you come back. Yes, you come back. But you come back as a different human being. You come back with similar traits and energies. You come back with things that are very familiar. Because those things travel with you. They don't die. But you are only this person here right now. You're very unique. You're very special. You're very powerful. Okay. But you're also very defiant. You're very angry. You can, you're very frustrated. You're all the emotions that run through our body because the inputs of our brain and how we perceive it, like information. So when you read someone's memes, don't take it personal. Don't get frustrated. They're not really talking about you. They're not really saying it to you. They're just looking at it so they can reflect back. And then the only thing they may want is how you project upon the meme and upon the emotion that you may be feeling. So memes, yeah, people love them or hate them. I mean, I know how that is. You either love them or you hate them and, you know, you move on. But that's basically it today, guys. I hope that you um, got something out of this podcast today and you were able to feel or express or share or understand where I'm coming from. You know, you want more information about me, go to iggygarcia.com, I-G-G-Y-G-A-R-C-I-A.com. 
you can reach me there. You can see all the things I do and all the drummings and way to contact me one-on-one sessions. I'm available there. So that's where you can find me. Either way, guys, I want to just say thank you for, for this moment in time. I want to say peace and love. Ho'oponopono. Matakwiasen. Yivisikwi. It's good to be here. It's good to be here. I like that. And we will see you next time here on Iggy Garcia Live. And we will um, see each other soon. And I'll see you at the next pop-up, next drum circle. And uh, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the rest of your night. Be safe. Be well. Follow the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have done unto you. And we will see each other soon. Peace out, guys. Take care. <laughs>